It is the most amazing time of the year. It is that time where college football season's in full gear, and we got just game on game on game all day long. Ohio State's playing big opponents. Team of North is playing big opponents. It's a great episode. It's a great day. It's always a great day when we're talking college football. And and we're just like I said, we're at the point where there's just good games on. I guess we've had good games on every week, but like for Ohio State, like this is where the season begins. This for a is lot of the home teams. stretch right I here. Mean, it, season begins, home stretch. You can go either way with it, but this is where we really we've kicked it into gear. We've got to stay in gear and keep pushing. Yep. And uh, Penn State kind of ruined the magic a little bit of what the weekend was supposed to be with their loss to uh, Illinois, which we are going to talk about in just a minute. Um, but Team North Michigan State, great weekend. Uh, Oklahoma's playing Texas Tech, who just fired their coach. I mean, any chance for an upset there? Florida, Georgia, the world's largest co- outdoor cocktail party. I mean, we're going to talk all these games, all the parts to it. And uh, if you stick around this episode, we got something very sincere and very uh, generous generous to talk to you about. But before we get to that, we're going to talk the first half of this episode and we're going to talk about that Penn State Illinois game. Uh like like I said, Penn State screwed up what was supposed to be like matchup of the weekend besides undefeated MSU TTUN. Uh 9 overtimes, longest and I say longest in quotation marks game in college football history, lost to Illinois. I mean literally with the first like 6 overtimes, 5 overtimes there was not a uh or the first two point conversions, there was not a completion. Like I mean, nope. it was awful, and they lose that game to Illinois. <clears throat> what are your thoughts? Uh, it's, it's a joke. I overtime's stupid. So I mean, they traded field goals in the first two overtimes, mm-hmm. and then five overtimes of nothing, nothing. Yeah, and then the, so I didn't watch it. So the two point conversion does that start at the third overtime? Starting the third overtime, everybody and all you must do, do is you're doing conversion. a two point conversion. Yep, that's it. It's so dumb. Yeah. Um. So we could both agree that college football overtime is literally the greatest overtime, or was the greatest overtime in the history of sports. Yep. There was nothing better than college football overtime. <coughs> Excuse me. And uh, the new rule, like once every. 15 years, you get that seven-overtime LSU-Texas A&M game. You know, very, very rarely does it happen. Buffalo and, like, Western Michigan a few, few years ago had it happen to them, too. Seven-overtimes is the max that ever happened, and it's, it's like, very, very rare. And they go in there, and they want to change this rule and try to, like, make it safer for the players. And instead, like, for one game, is it a cool gimmick? Sure. It was fun to watch. In the end, it sucked Penn State lost because of what it did to their record, and, and now their season is meaningless, and it's going to be even more mean. It was going to be meaningless already when they lost to Ohio State. But, like, the fact we didn't get to end the season, it disappoints me, you know? Um, if Ohio State were to lose a game like that, do you know how angry I would be? If we got into some shootout with some team that's good at two-point conversions and we lost a game like that, do you know how angry of a fan yep. I would be? What what happened is not football. Two-point conversions back and forth, back and forth, and we're going to change the side of the field. And literally, like, one play, two-point conversion, and switch to the other side, that's not football. And if I'm a Penn State fan, I'm angry. If I'm the NCAA, I'm like, did we make the right choice? 
I get maybe if after the seventh overtime if you want to get to that, but you can't just do two and on the second one be like, oh yeah, you have to go for a two point conversion. Like, it's not cool. It was not. I don't think it was worth the rule change, and it took the greatest overtime in the world, and and made it crappy. Right. I mean, it did. It's it's kind of ridiculous. I mean, I don't know what else to say. I mean, um, I guess like I said, I just go back to if I'm an Ohio State fan. And that would happen. We'd lose in overtime like that. I'm, I'm, I'm murdering you're suing, somebody. You're suing. I'm suing somebody. the NCAA. I'm, I'm angry about it. So it is what it is. It did knock Penn State out of the out of the discussion. Um, like as we probably can predict, who I'm going to pick the Ohio State Penn State game anyway. Um, Penn State season was going to end this week anyway, but it, this it ended a week early by Illinois. So it, that's another team. Cross them off the chance at a playoff. So did you watch this game? Yes, I did. Okay. The Illinois-Penn yes. State game. So, I watched the second half. Okay, so Brandon Peters, quarterback, mm-hmm. would, would, would he come in in overtime or what? Are the Was that the Illinois guy? Yeah. So he uh, had been hurt. He didn't play because he's not even on the stat sheet. The second overtime, the quarterback went for – he was rolling to the right, threw it, got hit, and he landed on his wrist. You could just see the wrist just go in a direction that the wrist should not go. And he's laying there for a little bit. And Art S- Sitkowski? Yeah, Sitkowski Sikow- or Bush. So do the stats not something? count in the I don't know. Overtime? They must not. Because he's – how do you record that stat with a two-point conversion? Uh, okay, so overtime stats usually count, but two-point conversion stats don't ever count. See, so that's, that's probably why. So – so that's what if dumb. Chris Olave? Because he had two two point conversion passes, yeah, but so they don't they don't count. Okay, so on the stats that counted, did you know how many passing yards Illinois had? Uh, Illinois didn't have a lot of passing yards, so they had a lot of ru- they had a lot of rushing yards. They threw for thirty eight yards yeah. in four quarters. Yep, they had a lot of rushing yards. They ran for three hundred and fifty seven yep. yards. Yeah. Uh, so Travion Henderson, when he breaks a single game rushing record. Mm-hmm. On Saturday, it's going to be great. Okay, I, it runs for four hundred and seventy-four yards bold, and eight touchdowns. Very bold take. I ah. love it. If, if he does it. Guess what? Hand the man his Heisman already. Right. Uh, no, I. I mean, I think you have. I. We're going to get to Ohio State in a minute and, and the stats predictions, but, um, like I said, it, it eliminates Penn State from the from contention. Uh, that's yep. another team that playoff scenario. They're done. They have no shot of the playoffs anymore. No matter what happens, they're done. Now they could be the best two loss team, right? Easily just because of the stretch they've got coming up. But the two losses isn't going to get them in. Two loss, yeah. Two losses and getting in. Um, now, I said at the beginning of the season when we did our preview episode, I kind of talked about how Penn State was going to be very bad this year, and I predicted like the losses to, uh, I said Wisconsin, I said Auburn. And they started off hot, lost to Iowa. After losing this game, I mean, they might lose five total. They're going to lose to Ohio State, Michigan, Michigan State. They'll win one of them. Maybe they win one. Still four losses for for what they started. That's not a good season for Penn State. Um, And I honestly hope, I honestly hope they lose both because I would like to play a one loss Michigan State and and an undefeated Michigan or vice versa those last two weeks. So I'm rooting. I, I can't believe I'm saying this, but when Penn State, Michigan play, I'm rooting for for Michigan. Rooting for them this weekend too. Gosh. Unfortunately, but it's, I want I want an undefeated Michigan. Yeah. Makes that game so much more. It it would make it sweet. It, it, Just to, so, so we're the better. so we're the ones that uh 
ruined their season at right, yes. at Michigan. Oh yes. God. Oh God. Don't get me don't get me excited yet. So let's let's talk a little bit more scenarios. Um, because we've done it a few weeks ago. Now it's as teams lose, you know, it eliminates them. ACC opponents or teams like the ACC's eliminated itself basically, other than. I mean, very slim outside. There's team. there's two teams that have any any type of a chance in the ACC, and that's Wake Forest if they are undefeated. If they are undefeated, thirteen and zero, you don't leave a undefeated Power Five team out, right? Right. I, I mean, don't think so. I just don't see how you could. But crazier things have happened. Power Five and Pittsburgh. If Pittsburgh wins out, but their one loss was to Western Michigan, they won't be thirteen and zero. They'd be twelve and one. Um, with a loss to Western Michigan in week three. Does that get you in, or are you are you out? There's a chance for them, yeah. is, is what we're saying. Right. Um, I mean, we look through it. Georgia controls their own destiny. Georgia wins out there in. Alabama wins out there in. Ohio State wins out there in. Michigan, Oregon, Michigan State, Iowa, Ole Miss, Kentucky. No, Kentucky can't win out there. And they, Kentucky would need two SEC losses, two Georgia losses to get into the SEC championship. Right. So everybody in the top ten controls their destiny. Does Notre Dame? Notre Dame could get in at eleven and one, but they would need some chaos. Cincinnati right. to lose, uh, Bama to lose to Georgia, Pitt and Wake Forest to both lose and eliminate themselves. I think I think Wake think Forest would be in thirteen and zero. Wake Forest would be in over right. Notre Dame, but I think eleven and one Notre Dame is in over Pitt because of the loss to uh, okay. West Virginia. Western Michigan. Western Michigan. Yeah, but everybody's got one of those. Oregon lost to Stanford. There's a big no. difference between Stanford and Western year. Michigan. Not this year. Stanford's not that great. I know they're not, but it's the Power Five thing versus. I mean, that's fair. You know, um, now Notre Dame's one loss is to a Group of Five team. It would be one loss Cincinnati in that case. That would get them into the playoff. Um, but I mean, I look at the rest. Baylor, Oklahoma State at six and one. I mean, th- those teams went out. Are they in? It's very tough. That's I think where, that's where you got to play it. You have to have chaos. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. where you've got to see it when it comes to that and see who's who's where and who's lost yep. and who's you know still undefeated and whatnot. I mean, Georgia would have to eliminate Bama. You would essentially have to have George. If Georgia beats Bama, Bama's out with two losses, right? Right. Um, I I mean, I I honestly think Bama might lose another game this season. What have about, you seen them play the last like few yeah. weeks? I mean, they they let Tennessee hang around with them. So what about? Michigan, Michigan State. You know they lose by a field goal this week, and they, you know whoever whoever loses and and whoever wins that game, you know wins out and wins the Big Ten championship. So what about the thing is, one? though, is like if say Michigan State wins this weekend, okay. So um, okay, so the four teams in the East: Michigan, Michigan State, Ohio State, Penn State. Are we all playing each other? We're all yes. Okay. Yes. Um. That everybody has everybody left. So let's okay. let's just assume Ohio State beats Penn State. Penn State's eliminated. It comes down to right. those three. If Michigan State beats Michigan, and then loses to Ohio State, and then Ohio State loses to Michigan, we all have one division loss. Ohio State would be out of the playoff contention with two losses, but you know we still would be. I I don't know how it comes down to a three way tie for the Big Ten championship. Is. Um, but that's a crazy scenario. So, I mean, right now the standings are Michigan, Michigan State, and us. But that's also alphabetical, so I don't know. Yeah, because so, we're all four and zero in the conference. It it would get figured out, I think. I mean, it might be winning winning margin or winning percentage overall. Our win- defenses are so similar in the 
don't know if this yeah, well, these are the, the conference games. Yeah. Sixty six for Michigan, sixty nine for Michigan State, sixty eight for us in terms of points allowed. Wow. Points forced in the conference games. Michigan one twenty three, Michigan State one twelve, and us, which is the most points in the conference out of anybody in mm-hmm. the nation by a long shot. Two hundred and seventeen. Yeah. Oh, I mean Ohio State also has the number one scoring offense in the country. Georgia's right now, next so. with two hundred and three in conference play. So and I mean that kind of can transition us in into what our next kind of little segment is is uh our top six, our college football playoff top six. That comes out next week, uh for the first time after after this weekend. Um I mean, I have who's your six, and we'll just work our way from six to one. I'm sure we we're gonna have the same number one, but we'll work it. I have six as Michigan. I also have Michigan at six. Um, I think that it it could win both ways between Michigan State, Michigan. You know, maybe Oregon in there. Well, but. And, and I was looking at Michigan State, Michigan. I think the resume to this point, um, Michigan Favors. Michigan's wins are a little better than Michigan State. Yeah, um, five Oklahoma for me. Five Oklahoma. Five Oklahoma. Wow, do we have the same six? We might. No dude. way. Uh, Oklahoma's going to lose. Oklahoma's going to lose the game. Man. I we, don't know which one, but we went over it. I mean, they out. have just the remain. I don't remember the exact order. Texas Tech, Baylor, Iowa State, Oklahoma State. I think that might be the order. They play those four, and then they're going to have to play one of them again in the Big 12 Championship. Like, they're losing a game. And Caleb Williams is much, 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 much better than Spencer Rattler. And I, I could see Caleb Williams winning a Heisman next year or the year after that. I could see Caleb Williams leading Oklahoma to 12-0 and next year or the year after that. But they are going to lose the game this year. They are just not that great. Right. They're not. Mm-hmm. And you hit on uh, they got to play Iowa State. Man, what a disappointment. I had them. <laughs> I know. My, I think we, you had them. We up were there both. I mean, too. we did. We had them as exciting teams. I mean, they're we still had five and two, but yeah. I, I didn't expect the loss. Right. I expected them to run through the Big Twelve. Okay, so I have I put Bama down at four, but it's not Bama. It's Cincinnati. It's the fourth best team right okay. now. I so I got Cincinnati at four. Okay. Um, and and Cincinnati, the thing is, they don't control their own destiny. If they're thirteen and zero, there's a very very good chance that they're in, but they still need some help. But I mean, you watch them; they're a good team. And I they were talking on the radio the other day was they have to dominate every game. Honestly. A close win is more valuable for Cincinnati, like here and there. It, it can't be every week, but if they have a close win against an Army, you know, team, um, every now and then, like once every four games in the season, if they get to a playoff game, do you know how valuable it is for them to have like be in close games that you have to fight and claw and find your way to win? I mean, it's an important thing to have on a resume. It's important to be able to deal with that in, in the season, you know. Right. So they had their close game was Navy. That's right, Cincinnati. Navy. Yeah. yeah. Um, one thing that's going to help Cincinnati is SMU. Yes. Uh, if, if you're a Cincinnati a big fan, help. Yep. You're you want that? You want that to be you know ten and zero versus ten and zero. And that's that's what Thanksgiving weekend. That's the twentieth. It's the weekend before. Okay. The same day we play Michigan State. Um, and then they wow, play. Wow, that's a fun weekend. Yep. Oh man. Um, oh man. Is there a conference championship in the American? Yeah. Is there? Okay. Yep. So then they're not split in divisions, are they? So essentially, they might have to turn around and play SMU again, twice in three weeks. Quite possibly. So, I mean, they did that with Memphis two years ago. I mean, they played right, Memphis yes. at Memphis back to back weekends, which, by the way, is happening in high school football this week. Yeah. Uh, last week, Clear Fork went to Shelby uh, for a Friday night Week Ten football game. Clear Fork and Shelby both made the playoffs. Played, Clear Fork yeah. goes back to Shelby this week 
same same game, same stadium. Like that's that's crazy. That's hard to do, you know. Right. Um hit on Cincinnati a little more. So Houston is four and in the American, six and one overall. Okay. Which I don't know how they're not ranked. Um let's see, their loss was to Texas Tech opening weekend by seventeen. Um but they play SMU. Um on the thirtieth. What is SMU so, and Cincinnati in different divisions? Saturday. No, there are no divisions in the American. Houston. Oh, okay. Talking That's about right. it. so it's so, top it's top two. Right. Okay. So so Houston also yep. six and one, SMU seven and zero. Oh, so SMU and Houston play this week. SMU needs to be Houston. I'm but if they don't, in Houston seven and one, SMU seven and one, Cincinnati beats two, you know, the top yeah. other you know I think best to, to play Houston yeah. essentially and not play the same team twice in a championship game is what I'm saying. I get you, but I get, I think best case scenario is to be undefeated SMU and then take care of whoever in the ACC champion or AAC championship game. All right. So, but they, right now they're four for me. Uh, and then I like I said I had Bama at three. Yep. Um. Now can Bama lose another game this season? Absolutely. I mean they they struggle with Tennessee a little bit. They let Tennessee hang around, and uh, Tennessee's not a good team. I mean they're better than what they have been in years past, but they're right. not a good team. Um, I don't know what to think of Alabama. Bryce Young is a he's pretty good though. Bryce Young's pretty good. Yeah. He's better than I expected him to be. Yep. Um and then I have Ohio State at two. I think that's kind of a shock to people based on like the one loss. But Ohio State now is a much, much, much different team than oh, Ohio yeah. State week two. Even week three. Like after the Akron game, things started falling in place. Defense looks so much better. We let Indiana slice us up like Swiss cheese on that first drive, and guess what? After that, nothing. Not yeah. a single thing. They couldn't do anything on us. And then guess what? Offensively, whatever you want. So, I mean, that Indiana game, I mean, I said, you know, trap game. I didn't mm-hmm. think we'd cover. I did not think we would cover either. <laughs> to go in and, and win by 47? Yeah. That's... It, there was no contest to it. And, and the, I mean, we're going to pick the game in a little bit, but <laughs> what part of me even thinks Penn State has a chance? You know? Like, I just... Same, same part to... That thought that Oregon didn't have a chance, probably. Yeah, I guess so, but a little bit different on the night. Right. Scarlet out. We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it in a minute. And then obviously number one is Georgia. Yep. Georgia's the most complete team right now. I think like I I want so bad to watch Ohio State's offense against Georgia's defense. Um, I think that's a matchup America wants now. Yep. That's a matchup America needs. And uh, in the end, <laughs> you know, I think we'll get to it, but. We just have to get to that point Get first. to it? You mean like physically like get to it and be there? Oh, yeah. man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Boy, I hope we make it. I think <laughs> we can. The way it's going, it's it's looking like yep. that's how it's going to turn out. So hopefully it stays that way. Yep. Hello, everybody. We're taking a little bit of an intermission here at the Bias Sports Podcast, and uh, we're just playing some some music to get everybody in the mood for what we're about to tell you. So, from the bottom of my heart and from the bottom of Dylan's, we just want to say thank you for the support, the love, the attention that you give our podcast. We 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 do it for you guys. It's all about you guys. I mean, it's mostly because we love talking sports with each other, but we wouldn't do it for without the seven views that we get per episode, or sometimes twenty five, something in between. 
we, we like you guys to hear what we have to to say, uh, whether it be about college football or or about college football or sometimes the NFL or about college football. And the occasional NBA or, or baseball take. So because of that, we want to give back to you, the people, for supporting us. And we're going to play a little Celine Dion to get us in the mood. Thank you for the support. And because of that, we're doing a little giveaway here at the Bias Sports Podcast. Oh, so beautiful. So beautiful. So, we're going to give away two tickets to the Ohio State at... Oh, no, no. Purdue at Ohio State game in a few weeks. You and a loved one, friend, family, enemy, anybody you want to take. Two tickets to the game. Oh, I'm just in the mood. So emotional. Let's go. I got to turn it off. All right. Time to focus up. So here's our contest, and here's how it's going to work. So you must leave a review on Apple or Spotify. Uh, just a positive review is all we ask for. Just we, you know, we support these guys. They're good guys, blah, blah, blah. Whatever you want to say, leave a positive review, and then share our podcast link on Twitter, Facebook, Snapchat, or Instagram. One of the four. Comment it. Post it, do whatever, tag us into it, and then message us on Twitter or Instagram or TikTok saying, I re- left, the, left the review, I shared the link. And if you want to follow us on one of, one or both of those accounts, you can. Um, and all those links are going to be in our bio. So again, it's easy. Leave a review, pause the review, share our link, and then message us saying that it's done. And we'll enter your name into our contest. Uh, we'll announce it the week before. So we still have about another week and a half for this contest to go on, basically. Um, and we'll contact you. You know, you won. We'll get you the tickets, and then uh, if you can't go, then we'll go. Then we'll just randomly select another person, another person. So are we doing a minimum number of entries, or if we get oh, if we get two people, are we flipping a coin? I like the way you think. Uh, well, let's hope we get more than two people. No minimum entry. So if you want to post it every single day, leave a review on Apple or and Spotify, and then post a link every day, I'll put your name in more than once. We will give somebody two tickets to this game just because we appreciate the support and we we really wouldn't keep doing this without having the listeners. And we're just really trying to grow this, and we wouldn't be able to grow without the people that have already, from day one, have supported us. And there have been a good number of you, and we appreciate it. So because of that, we want to give back, and this is going to be our first way of doing it. Um, and if you ever have any questions about it, message us, follow us on any of those social medias. And like I said, the links are in the bio of this episode to follow us. And, uh, we'll also have like the giveaway rules. Um, but we just, we appreciate it and we appreciate the support and we appreciate any share, anything like that, that just helps us grow even a little bit. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Thank you for listening to that. Uh, again, thanks for supporting, and and we're back on track now. Back to bias sports time, putting on our bias picks hat because it's that time of the week. Where we're picking some of our favorite college football games, and we're gonna talk about the big games of the week. So first one, big noon kickoff, college game day, second biggest game of the day, you know, but in the end, probably the most important game of the week. Sure. Um, number six, that team up north at number eight, that team up north state. <laughs> AKA Michigan and Michigan State. Uh, Michigan is a minus four and a half point favorite on the road. On the road, so which has big in a you know matchup of undefeateds. Yep. Um, I'm at the point where I'm rooting for Michigan to win this game. I want Michigan to be 11 to zero. I want to go to Michigan. I want to kick their butts. You know, right after Thanksgiving, 
oh, I can't wait. I'm excited. <coughs> God, I'm so excited. I'm coughing. I'm losing my <laughs> breath. Um, it, but I, I want Michigan State to have one loss when we play them. Um, that way, it's just one loss. Michigan State top fifteen still. Let's go. Let's beat. Let's kick their butts at home, and then let's get ready for Michigan. Um, Michigan's minus four and a half. I think that Michigan State loses this game, but they only lose by like a field goal. It's competitive. It's, yeah, I think it's close. But a little if, bit back and forth. If Michigan does lose this game, do you know there's only one way I want them to lose? Absolute heartbreaker on the last play, like. On the last play of the game. Yeah. It's picked up by Michigan State's Jalen Watts Jackson, and he scores. Something like that. Something crazy like that. That's the only way I want Michigan to lose. Um, and and I hope I hope that it happens like that. Who you got? Yeah. Um. I mean, obviously, I want Michigan to, you know, lose mm-hmm. a heartbreaker, but absolutely. Also, want them to win so we face an undefeated Michigan. Oh, um, it's gonna be so glorious if they do it depends on what they can do with kenneth walker mm-hmm. they can contain him they win if he goes off for buck 60 mm-hmm. two scores maybe not michigan's um, facing a heartbreak that day is what you're saying they could but I, I think they'll get it done yep i hope they get it done yep i hate i hate saying I hate, that yeah i know i i but, I, I but it's for saying that after i said it but, but it's for a good cause because yes. like I honestly think it's it means more to Ohio State fans to be an eleven no Michigan than just yep. to ruin their season. Yep. It would be so Absolutely. great. Absolutely. Um so their defense is much better than Michigan State. I think that's where they win the yep. game. Um number nine, Iowa at Wisconsin. Wisconsin is a minus three and a half point favorite at home. Um Iowa wins this game. Yeah, I say I saw something today. It says Wisconsin might be the best team in the Big Ten West. It's like no. 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 Iowa had a they lost against Purdue. It sucked. And then Purdue goes and gets manhandled by was it Minnesota last week? I don't even it, remember. Maybe it might have been Wisconsin, actually. But Purdue just goes and gets mauled. I mean, it's just it's college football. I mean, it's Big Ten at its finest. Yep. Uh, the over-under for this game is like 46 and a half, right. which it, is crazy. It was Wisconsin, by the way. It, okay. Iowa-Wisconsin, the over-under for total points is 46 and a half. Ohio State scored, what, 44 and a half last week? Mm-hmm. One, of a, one of those teams in the Big Ten is not like the others. Uh, Texas at oh, wait, 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 okay. just a second. Okay. What's the over under? I think it was like 46 and a half. Try 36 and Ooh, a half. Ooh, 36 and a <laughs> half. Okay. Ohio State scored like 35 and a quarter. Oh my oh, gosh. Man. That's what that game's going to be though. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, it's going to be 22 to 19, you know, 24, yep. 20, you know, it's going to be something. Six to three. I mean, that's, even, that's even too high. <laughs> 12 I mean, to nine. They're, they're talking like 21 to 13 is yeah. what it, you know, yep. 21, 14, something like that. Yep. But. Um, Texas at 16, Baylor. Baylor is minus two and a half. Baylor's sneaky right now. They got one loss. You know, if they win out or they potentially in the playoff, they're in the playoff discussion if they win out. Right. Um, they got to take care of business. They got Texas. They got Oklahoma left on the schedule. Uh, their one loss was to... Was that the BYU loss that you were talking about? BYU had a win the other a few weeks ago. Uh, no, Baylor lost to Oklahoma State by oh, a touchdown. Okay, that's right. That, they just beat BYU by two touchdowns. That's right. Okay, so Baylor's minus two and a half points. Decent favorite. resume. I got Baylor winning it. I got Baylor to cover. They're gonna they're gonna kind of blow Texas out a little bit. Yeah, I'll take Baylor. Like like fourteen. I mean, it's not like it's gonna be a blowout, like thirty five points, but they end up winning by two, two touchdowns. Sure. Um, Miami at seventeen. Pitt. Pitt's minus 10. So the thing about Pitt is, like, 
their one loss is to Western Michigan, like we talked about earlier. They yep. do not control their own destiny, but they have a chance to make some noise and be part of it of the discussion if they win out. They had a win against Clemson last week. It's not like Clemson's anything special this year. You know, they're obviously having a down year compared to normal. But that type of win for Pitt, you know, to beat a Clemson is is a big deal for right. them. You know, sure. they upset them a few years ago, but they weren't having a great season. They got a great quarterback, a very, very, very good quarterback. Um, you know, a lot of teams or a lot of people think he's going to be a great NFL quarterback. I mean, it's, it's interesting to see, but it's cool to see Pitt in this position. Uh, and I think that they cover. They win by more than 10. Yeah, I think so, too. Miami lost Eric King. Yep. So, they're having early. They don't have Manny Diaz. They don't have Tate Martell to save the day. So, who? Yeah, right. So, yeah, Pitt, big three touchdowns. Yep. Um, you didn't want to do this game, but because of the fluke, you know, win last week and the mediocrity of college football overtime, roll my eyes at that one. Rutgers at Illinois, minus one and a half for Rutgers. Give me Rutgers. Rutgers probably wins by 17. Or either that or goes into 15 overtimes. Right. <laughs> they had to postpone the game the next week because the game's still going yeah. on after. Right. It's the 847th overtime. I, w- I wonder if they change the rules then. I know. Yeah. It's a joke. Uh, okay. World's largest outdoor cocktail party. Okay. Florida, Georgia. This game's in Jacksonville, I believe. They just put it down the ro- down the thing, 50-50. Um, it's a big, big rivalry. Number one, Georgia. Florida's unranked. Georgia's a 14-point favorite. Florida pushed Bama to the limits. Any yeah. chance that they put Georgia to the limits in this rivalry game? Mm, I don't know. I don't think so. Because like you were saying earlier, Georgia is, is such their a complete defense team. Is just Their defense is like a weighted blanket. And if you wore a weighted blanket on top of that and had a weighted blanket on that, and then you put, like, some bricks over you, it just suffocates you. I mean, Georgia's defense is elite. Um, And their quarterback play doesn't seem to matter who it is, you know. I'm I'm going Georgia. So Florida, two-point loss to Bama, seven-point loss Mm -hmm. to Kentucky, seven-point loss to LSU. Yep. So it's not like they're getting destroyed. Yeah. Um, Close for a bit, maybe. Um, But that Georgia defense. So – so I'm gonna say you know maybe like a, a, a 21-10 halftime score. Okay. It's still a game, but then it you know yeah. ends up like 42 to 16 or 17 or something. So I don't know the exact numbers on it or anything, but if Florida loses this game, Dan Mullen has the same record as Will Muschamp this part into his career with them. Um, does Florida consider firing Dan Mullen if they can't be competitive? I mean. Yeah, you can go yeah, beat the little guys, but if you can't beat the big names, like what's the point of being there? You know, right. so and they kind of messed up their quarterback competition a little bit. Dan Mullen, you know, decision and everything, uh, bench not keeping AR fifteen in, um, and going with uh, whatever I can't think of his name right now. But uh, it just it's kind of a mess over there at Florida this year. Is it a down year year or is this basically consistent since Urban Meyer left? You know, right. um, any chance to get rid of him? I think there's certainly a possibility. Yeah, but just Coach you're o. Florida. Who you, who can you who's who can you get better than Dan Mullen right now? Coach O, maybe. You think you think Coach Overon better than Dan Mullen? I don't think so at all. I don't yeah, think that he's probably not. Dan or Coach Coach Overon go back to Ole Miss or something after Lane Kiffin LSU job or USC job or whatever Lane Kiffin decide to go do. I'll take Ole Miss job back. Okay. You're so good at that. You're so talented. Uh, thank you very much. All right. 
Texas Tech at Oklahoma. Oklahoma struggled with Kansas. Kansas! It was a five-point game. Kansas Jayhawks. And then, did you see what they did at halftime? Yeah. <laughs> free free entry. Just, and they still couldn't get that stadium filled. Oh, my goodness. It's crazy. But Oklahoma, they're going to win this game, but not by 20. I mean, they're a 20-point favorite. It's at home, sure. I think they win by two touchdowns, but it's close. It's competitive. Oklahoma's going to lose a game this season. Oklahoma's 3-5 and five against the spread. Whew. That's not very good. That's not very For good. For being a what what's supposed to be a great, great team. So, Texas Tech uh, covers, but uh, OU wins. Last four games, Oklahoma's given up 31, 48, 31, and then 23 to Kansas. See, Texas Tech did just fire their good. head coach, though. So, that's the only thing that... Maybe new regime is what you know gets them over the top and humps them win. Hey, I will tell you though, Texas Tech beat Kansas forty-one to fourteen. Oklahoma only beat them thirty-five twenty-three. Oklahoma did not beat them forty-one to fourteen. Right. So, if if Kansas would have won that game, that would have been the biggest game in Kansas football history. <laughs> the big and and they used to be good. They had that one <laughs> year a few years ago, like back oh seven, the year of the upset. Do you yeah. remember? I think it was that year. They went like eleven and one or something. Did they? No, it might have been the year before that. A year after. Hold on, again. I'm trying to look this up. Kansas Jayhawks. They used to be like really good. Like they used to be like a top team. Like they are in basketball. They have they had one year where they were magnificent. Yeah, I don't know. It's not not important. We'll figure. We'll we're. I want to do a history episode of that 2007 season. Maybe yeah. I, that's that's. I gotta Maybe do that. I'm gonna help hold myself accountable and do it. All right. All right. Um. Next, Florida State at Clemson. Clemson's minus ten. I know you said this game is irrelevant. Uh. It's like three and four Florida State versus four and three Clemson. At the beginning of the season, when Florida State lost to Notre Dame and Clemson lost to Georgia, we thought that this could be the game that like eliminates one of these teams from right. from. And now both teams kind of suck, and but it's awesome to see Clemson lose. Uh, give me Florida State with the upset. Mm. Nah, I I don't know. I don't I'm know. gonna go Clemson. I don't know. All right, I'll go for it. So you go Clemson. That way we cover both our butts on it. All right, sounds good. Ten Ole Miss at eighteen Auburn. Auburn's favorite by minus two and a half. It's just because it's at home. Yeah, and, you know Ole Miss would be favored by ten if they were playing at home. I'll go Ole Miss. I'm gonna go Ole Miss too. Uh, but I'm I'm looking at Auburn. I think there's a chance Auburn could be Alabama with the Iron Bowl. This one of those years, and like unlike Michigan, you know, kind of pulling upsets on Ohio State every now and then, like they don't. Auburn occasionally can beat Alabama, yep. and they've done it like three times in the last, you know, 12 years. Yeah, definitely a possibility. Um, University of Virginia at 25 BYU, BYU minus two and a half. The reason we picked this game is we're keeping eyes on Brandon Armstrong, uh, Richland County kid, Shelby kid. Shout out to my buddies at Shelby, who uh, my buddy at Trevor at Shelby, who got to play with Brennan for a few years. Um, he's talked only good things about the kid, and he's leading the nation in passing. He's yards. lighting up in college football right yes, now. He so he is a he's a great player out of out of our little area around here. Um, I'm not too fond of Shelby football because they keep beating us, but that's a different story for a different day. But uh, did they get the upset? Yeah, I think so. All right, Virginia on the road at BYU. I'll I'll roll with it. Um, and then. Our favorite game of the week, the game that, you know, like we said, this starts the run for Ohio State. I mean, it goes Penn State, Nebraska, Purdue, Michigan State, Michigan. To end, like, those five games, let's go in there. Let's kick each other, each and everyone's butt. Um, Penn State at OSU, minus 18.5 for Ohio State. What are you rolling with? 
Oh, we're winning big. Okay. I, like, I, I knew you were going to pick Ohio State, but I yeah. know like competitive at, for a half and then pull away. We, we always start shaky on the first drive or for, two. On defense. Right. Um. No, I mean, I... Let's. I mean, two, let's, maybe three touchdowns at half. I mean, I think we're winning by by easily twenty plus. Let's set the scene. Fowler and Herb Street. So it's Saturday night. You know, seven thirty. Scarlet out in the shoe. I mean, it's gonna be all red everywhere. We're gonna be at least at some of the festivities before the game. You know, you might be at the game. All right. Uh, I'll be. My eyes will be glued to it no matter what. So. Sure. It's it's just one of it's an exciting it's gonna be an exciting day exciting night for Ohio State fans and let's go out there let's get the job done. Yeah, I I don't have any worries about the I was worried about Indiana. I was more worried about Indiana than Penn State. I, I'm not worried about this game at all. And but I wasn't worried about Oregon either, like you brought up just a little bit ago. Yeah, but but we're such a different team now. Right. We're such a different team. Even offensively, we're so much better than we were. So yeah. And oh. after the the uh, rushing yards Penn State allowed last week, mm-hmm. uh, I'm not worried at all. You said Travion Henderson has a chance to break break Trey Sermon's record, 730 yards in the first quarter. Does Trey does Trey <laughs> <laughs> does Travion Henderson have a chance to break Trey Sermon's record? What's the record? 315 something like that. I mean, or no? With, with that's how much what it they was. Use him, it's like 340 not. now. With how much they use him, probably not. You're right. They, they slip. Mayan Williams in. I don't yeah. know if Teague's playing. Teague didn't play last week. They didn't say why. Um, Henderson had, what, eight carries? Nine carries yeah. last week? Mm-hmm. I mean, I get it's a blowout. He also but... got hurt on the first drive. Right, but he's back in the second quarter. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so, but I'm saying, like, he didn't have right. even the first drive. He, he should have had more carries yeah. than what he had. But, uh, no, I don't think he has the volume to get that. But, I mean, if I, anybody I think, do I think it, though, he gets it's... 15 for close to 200. Yeah. If anybody could do it, it's him. Right. So, yeah. um, anything else for this episode? No, I don't think so. Okay. So, one more time. Let's just recap on this giveaway because this is a big deal. I mean, this is a big, big deal for us. Just trying to grow our brand, trying to, you know, spread our knowledge, our, you know, information that we have on the game of sports, specifically college football and the NFL. So, this giveaway. Go on Apple uh, Podcasts. Go on Spotify. Leave a review. Share this link on any of those four major social media platforms and then message us on Twitter, Instagram, whatever you get a hold of us and say, I shared this, uh, this and that, and then follow us on one of those if you want to. Um, and your name will get entered in the drawing for Purdue at Ohio State tickets. Um, also, we got our first video up on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Biosports is on TikTok now, and we got some more coming soon. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. we do think we do so we appreciate it this is i mean this has been a, a kick butt episode this has been an a plus 100 full go let's go let's roll with it type of episode and i don't know how it's gonna get better than this but guess what around here we say the next one is always the best one it's gonna be hard to top but i think we, we we're up for the challenge i think we can too you got anything else to say to our listeners no nah, we're all good i appreciate you guys we appreciate you